Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome. What the fuck, dude? <laughs> the fuck was that? You trying to like fuck what? with me? What? I didn't even. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther, coming to you live from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey Nochoprano. Hello, Andy. Why are you mocking me over there? I that? don't know. I just realized that we're live on YouTube. I haven't been taking enough advantage of the fact that this is also video. So many years of just being an audio podcast, you know, we've had our gifts over the years, but I just did a great, if you are not watching this on YouTube, if you watch that intro, I literally do word for word with you. Like I didn't even have to like time it. Like I have the timing of it down. It's pretty perfect. You have my timing down. Yeah. Well, we have Twerks with Wolves here. He will be monitoring the YouTube comment section. And Mojeris. So if you guys have any comments, he will hopefully make notes of those, and we can get to some of those later. There is so much to talk about in this show. I, I haven't been this excited for an episode in a long time. Really? I really haven't. It's like that. Dude, it's like that. I mean, we got NBA Finals, Stanley Cup Game 7, the Ruther Curson effect, United States Women's National Team with a... Wild game over Thailand. Kellen Winslow Jr. gets Especially con- since we're calling them Thailand. Thailand? <laughs> yeah. Kellen Winslow Jr. convicted of rape. The Ruther curse again. Hard knocks. I ch- I changed out Bill Walden for Ray Guy. If you look over there. Wow, look at that. The Raiders are going to be a hard knocks. I don't even know where to start. I think you have to start with the Stanley Cup champion, St. Louis Blues. We do. Come on. We just got into hockey. And they just won the cup. Of course. We got to start there. Jordan Bennington. Was fantastic. You know, I one thing I've always loved about hockey, um, it's this. It's similar with soccer too, actually. Uh, that that Those sports where it's like one, you know, one team pushing on a goal. Uh, a lot of times the team that's like getting tons of attempts on goal will get stoned and then... The other team comes back and gets a goal, which I was saying that as I was watching it tonight with, uh, you know, a friend who is a St. Louis Blues fan. I was like, I don't know. You're all nervous because they keep getting shots on goal. I'm like, as long as your goalie cannot let any of these in, it might end up translating into you guys coming back and getting a goal on the other end. And wouldn't you know it, one happens, another one happens at the end of the first period. That eight seconds left one at the end of the first period. That was it was over. That was the game. It was over. They had the first period, the Blues had four shots on goal, scored two of them. Yeah. Incredible. The Bru- the Bruins had five hundred shots on goal. Yeah. Bennington, dude, some of those saves, it's all about the goalie, man. It's, it's like it, the pitcher it, it's like the pitcher yeah, in the World Series. Totally. Of course. It's all about the goalie. And uh, they were showing. They kept showing out throughout the game. His uh, he has the most wins ever for a rookie goalie in the playoffs, which obviously is sixteen wins, all of the wins, basically. Yeah, right. Four rounds, four wins. Um, fantastic. And you know we've got the Ruther curse, which we'll talk about. 
but um, I've basically been rooting for the Blues for since the beginning of the playoffs, and the Blues just won their first Stanley Cup ever. Am I taking sole credit for it? No, I think that goalie probably has, you know, more of a claim to credit than I do, but taking no. a lot of claim to the credit. You're taking claim. Yeah. I think 100% of the credit goes to me. Yeah, I mean, in in the sense that you are a curse. Like, you don't get to take credit for their win because you chose against them, but it did 100% prove you're a curse. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm taking the credit. Yeah, you don't, but you don't get credit. Like, you're not like, oh, I murdered somebody. Like, I get credit for them, like, dying. It's like, wow, you murdered them. No, the Ruther curse is real. In fact... The tweets have been on fire tonight. Shout out to all the dirt balls. And people even want, people have offered money now. I have my first offer for a financial transaction for me to curse the team that they obviously don't want, or the team that, yeah, that they don't want to win. Right. It's a reverse curse. See, that's the thing. It's not as simple. The, the thing with the Ruther curse is it's not quite as simple. Like, I'm a Mets fan. I want yeah. the Mets to, you know, win the World Series. But you can't just say the Mets aren't going to win the World Series. You know, that leaves everything open. What you can th- do is it, curse a team. It has to be genuine. Yeah. But also, you can, you can only curse a team. You can't curse everybody. Yeah, yeah. You know, you got to curse a team. Like, we can't reverse it. But, like, I saw somebody wanted you to say that the – Ohio State Buckeyes were going to win in the big house. And they will, by the he, way. He is revert he wants you to basically curse no, the Buckeyes. You know what? I actually believe that. That's one of those Ohio State has Harbaugh's number. But they, now Noah Meyer. I don't care. They're gonna win. You, you've just given away this was um, um see, this is why you're so bad. This was something you could make money. You have to take a page out of Joe Prano's book, right? Give your Venmo. Then make the curse. Well, like, you know I, I think I, mean? I think like, Dylan's good for it. I okay. believe it was Dylan. I think he's good for it. I firmly believe that. Until Harbaugh proves he can beat Ohio State, I got the Buckeyes. Even with the new coach. In the big house. In year. the big house. Don't matter. Wow. I firmly believe that. That's the thing with the curse, guys. You might offer me, a, 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 like I said, a financial transaction, but I have to believe in it. Like, I firmly believed going into this series that the Boston Bruins would win in six. I mean, you firmly believed knowing almost nothing about hockey. Nothing. But, but you did firmly believe. I firmly believed that the that the Blues had no chance tonight, even though anything could happen in game seven. I just, the big Poppy thing. Did Poppy, did they, did I miss it? Did they show his video message? Did, I didn't did see that anything. Did end up happening? Did he not? Did he not end up doing it? What I saw was I saw Gronk in a Bruins jersey. I saw Edelman in a Bruins and Ortiz jersey. I saw Charles Barkley look like he just left uh, Walmart. I don't know what he was wearing tonight. Loved him though. Yeah, he was great. Hockey fans are not appreciative. Did you see that Why? on Twitter? They were, they were like, "What's he doing there?" Yeah, w- which was funny. Um, I'll, let me answer that for you, hockey fans. Uh, they're showing your playoff games on the Golf Network. He's there trying to drum up some sort of interest in the NHL playoffs. He was the number one trend after he went on. Yeah, I saw a lot of hockey fans. I saw, shout out to uh, our buddy Robert Latow, Black Sports Online. He tweeted that initially. He goes, look at all the hockey. Hockey Twitter's not happy. And then after I saw his tweet, I went to it. And even some dirt balls were bitching. Uh, guys, what Prano said is 100%, right? They're trying to get ratings. And Charles is a big hockey fan. And then I responded to one of the dirt balls. 
Guys, John Hamm was on last week, so yeah. let's just tap the brakes a little on... Jenna Fisher. Yeah. You know? Like... Also, they weren't even asking Charles for, like... He wasn't doing the, like, I'm a fan of this team or I'm a fan of that team thing. He was, like... He went deep on the hockey. He you know he's a about, huge fan, right? Yeah. He was talking about the Coyotes because all his time in Phoenix with the Suns. He's talking about the coach played... In Philly, when he was in Philly, they shared, they both played the Spectrum together. Yeah. Like, that's pretty great. Also, once again, look. Not a good look for hockey fans. Let me just say this. Let me say this. I was out at a bar. Which bar? Uh, It was called Waterman's in in, uh, Hermosa Beach. In Hermosa, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tonight for uh, the the Game 7. Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final. One team is going to win. I saw two – no, sorry. I saw three guys in Boston Bruins – in some sort of Boston Bruins paraphernalia. Yeah. I saw one other guy in a Red Sox hat. There was basically five guys that were, like, clearly rooting for the Bruins. Yeah. I was with somebody rooting for the St. Louis Blues. She did not have on any Blues gear. New fan. Yeah. Not saying that, but but blues fan. New fan. Okay. And the rest of the bar was watching the game, but was fairly indifferent. Sure. When they won, she was even saying, like, I she just came back from St. Louis. She's like, I wish I had stayed in St. Louis. This I feel like no, no one cares. The other night I was with Laz at Jameson's on Main Street for Raptors. Warriors. Formerly Jam- known as Finn McCool's. Yeah. Raptors. Jameson's, by the way. At first, I was like, uh, corporate. Uh, How is it? I rode my, bi- I rode my bike by yesterday. It's amazing. There's mar- 300 TVs. I oh, said so they're marketing the TVs and, yeah. the, and the sports bar aspect. But the whole fucking bar was into it. The whole bar was rooting for one team or the other. Except for me, because I was like basically rooting for the Raptors, but then I started rooting for the Warriors solely because... I want to watch Laz watch two more Warriors games. Like he was talking, I don't know if you saw the video that I posted on Twitter, but I didn't he, see it. He was like threatening. He was like, "I'm gonna smash my glass and shove it into that guy's eye." Like you're gonna have to fight these dudes. He was so worked up that I was like, I was enjoying watching Laz watch basketball more than I was enjoying watching basketball. But my point is, the entirety of the bar with every shot was like, ah. Oh, oh, ah, like you're about to diss hockey. This is where you're going with this. I'm just saying. You're saying people don't care. I'm just saying. Well, obviously, it's not the it's not the NBA. My my point is far less people care, and maybe that the NHL on NBC is like, hey, basketball's killing it. Why don't we take everybody's favorite basketball commentator and get him over here as a crossover since he loves hockey? And not to mention... Yeah, so for g- you hockey people bitching, like, sorry for trying to fucking save your sport. I was about to say, <laughs> he, he legitimately... I've heard him talk numerous times on NBA on TNT about yeah. hockey. Yeah. He, he actually does follow the sport, guys. He loves the sport. He follows it. So anybody who says, oh, Charles Barkley doesn't know shit. I'm not saying he's an expert. He follows the sport. He knows more than me. He knows more than you. Yeah. Probably knows more than he knows about fucking college basketball, and they let him do that every year. Yeah. it's a good point. But yeah, man, it was a dominating performance. I mean... Play Gloria. 
Well, you know, I see in the YouTube comment section people want me to play that. Uh, copyright infringement. Can't yeah. do that. Don't want to be demonetized. Yeah. Q Bresler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. China won't let us play Gloria. <laughs> no, can't can't do it. Won't do it. But uh, shout out to St. Louis. Obviously, I have, you know. A history in St. Louis? Well, you know, I lived there for five years. It was where I matured as a young man. I you would, lived there for a year after college. I went to college for five years. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> I, I want to take that back. I did not mature as a young man. It's where I really became a fucking moron. Yeah. As I a young agree. man. I agree. And uh, let's not forget you were living in like uh, an apartment that looked like a, a back room fight club uh, before the before the denting before we turned your shit around. You didn't mature until some somebody kicked your head in in downtown L.A. I don't think I matured until last year, to be honest. You know, credit some of the books I've read. <laughs> the books you've read. You get, I can't believe Jordan Peterson's going to get credit. I was like, paint your apartment, get a new couch, fix your life. It's a combination. Yeah. I got to give I gotta give you some credit, Jordan Peterson, <laughs> you know, David Goggins, the mayor. David Goggins. I, I, I need to get, you know, I got to give my ex-girlfriend. Joe Jen, Rogan. Got to give Jenny some credit. She, she helped out. She was a part of that. I'm sure there was a lot of people. You got to give Rogan some credit. Oh, he, You're not going to the post office anymore. You're buying your shit on stamps.com. You know no, I, mean? I actually like, looked into stamps.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, uh, I'm still doing, uh, I'm still going, going to the post office. Like, taking a lot of fucking protein shakes. I'm cutting out sugar. <laughs> well, that, you know, that's that's some stuff off air. I don't know if I want to get into. We don't have time for. I'm, my I'm shooting and eating my own elk. You know, no big deal. <laughs> uh, by the way, you told me to listen. Uh, Rogan comes up drink. You told me to listen to fucking uh, the Jezelnik episode because they like. Uh, they talk stand up a lot. They talk a lot of stand up, which I did, and they did talk a lot of stand up, and it was great. But like, there was like an SNL sketch Joe Rogan podcast moment where they're like talking about divorce, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, chimpanzees." Like, I'm like, "What the fuck does this have to?" Do? He's like talking about chimpanzees, like ripping some dude's face off. Like, yeah, I've, he transitions from divorce. I'm like, "This is the most Joe Joe Rogan shit ever." I love that stuff though. <laughs> it's like, you don't love that? He always he loves to like, no matter what you're talking about, he'd be like, "You know who does that? Chimps, man. Chimps will rip your face off." Dude, I'm I'm deep. I'm deep into those. Stanley guys. Cup Finals, great tonight. Yeah, you know, you know, uh, chimps will kill each other over a silver cup. I saw it on YouTube. <laughs> Murdered this guy. This one guy gave a fake Stanley Cup to his nephew, and the chimp saw it, ate that dude alive, ripped off his toes. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but don't you find that shit fascinating? No, I find that shit fascinating. Why? We've already evolved out of chimps. Because we're so closely related to a lot of these. We can't be doing this discussion. There's so much sports to have tonight. Because <laughs> now you got me thinking about the elephants. You know elephants? They actually have feelings like us. And there's this new video. I got a feeling. Where? Woo! See, I can't even explain it. I can't even explain it. Did did we just get demonetized because I started singing that song? I don't know. I don't know anymore. I don't know how you get demonetized, deplatformed. That's the word they use, right? Deplatformed? I, I don't know. I don't know. All I know is, hey, worst comes to worst, we take this thing over to Vimeo Live. By the way, Joe Perrin <laughs> takes a stand, available on Vimeo.com. It's a good plug. Vimeo On Demand. The Blues, they did it. That's all we have to say, guys. Congrats to the St. Louis Blues. Uh, I mean, Boston doesn't win. Fuck Boston. Right? They tried. I that know. That would have been their 13th city title. Since the turn of the century. I know we're going to talk about it, but the um, 
the Boston Bruins owner paid $78,000 to have Big Poppy shot. Oh, in, Jesus in hopes Christ. Of, in hopes of rallying. 7800 by the way. Was that what it was? 7800 Yeah, that's why it's such a big deal. Oh, wow. I thought it was 78000 I still thought it was a big deal. $7,800. Paid $7,800 to try to have Poppy shot as a little last inspiration. I heard the first strategy was to have like uh, Tom Brady slip and fall. Like in his Uggs or something like that, but they were like, "We can't do it to Brady. We got to go for a retired star. We got to do Big Poppy. Seventy-eight hundred dollars. Yeah, that's how poor shit is in Dominican Republic. Now, so this story has broken that they're suspects. They were detained. There's like four to five suspects. But what is the reasoning behind it? Still, they don't know. So how do they know that these guys are all involved? Well, Joe, you know how corrupt these countries are, right? But they know how much he was offered, but they don't know what the reasoning behind it was. That's the latest that I read. Now I could I could be wrong if there was there could be something that's been updated. But six suspects, including the gunmen, have been identified. Six, dude. This is like some narco shit. Because when you read the suspects' name, some of these names and their nicknames, it's just it's hilarious. Among the suspects were Luis Alfredo Rivas Classe. AK, That's one person, aka the surgeon. That sounds like that sounds like a, a like South American soccer tournament. Luis Alfredo Rivas Classe. Yeah, the Classe. Oh, are you watching El Classe? Yeah, also known as the surgeon. Yeah, as well as a woman known as the Venezuelan or Be, Red, uh, because she's Venezuelan. Yeah, and two other men. So, th- so there's there's five to six people involved. They say they do not know. Why he was shot. Anyway, he goes there a lot, Ortiz, to visit his father and sister. We had asked that. Bigger Poppy. Yeah. Is uh, his dad's name. But here's a a fun stat for everybody listening. Papa Poppy. The Dominican Republic is one of the world's most dangerous countries. Well, no shit. The murder rate stands at 12.5 killings per 100,000 people placing the Dominican Republic in the top 10 to 15% of the most violent countries in the world. Now, you've been there. I have. Yeah. <laughs> I killed I I murdered a pussy while I was there. I, I was hoping you were going to say that. I was like, is he going to go there? Did he murder a pussy? He said it. You heard it here first. I love these late-night YouTubes. They're fun. 30 Do children are are children a high part of that number? Like are a lot of children murdered? I don't know, Joe. <laughs> what, what are you what are you alluding to? I don't know. What am I alluding to? <laughs> Maybe a girl who's sixteen? Hey! No, that first of all, that's not true. Don't put that out there. We'd be deplatformed. Yeah. Demonetized. We'd be, we'd be deplatformed. That's some R. Kelly shit right there. Yeah. Although you might say seventy eight hundred dollars does not sound I'm like just a saying, lot. That was in two thousand and I think it was 2000. So I was actually a big poppy before big poppy. I was yeah. the original big poppy. It's like, oh, poppy. I'm like, please, I'm not your father. <laughs> Although I'm probably old enough. Yeah. I love it when they call me big poppy. Yeah. $7,800 probably goes a far way in Dominican Republic. Yeah. Like you're like the you've been there. fourth richest man in the country. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So like on the outside looking in, you say, oh, that's not much money to try to kill somebody. But I've read some shit. These countries, I, I talked about it on the show before. I read an interesting piece in the Wall Street Journal. Yeah, I expand my brain a little from time to time. Talking about what people will do 
in Mexico. The to Wall murder. Street Journal. You did you read that article because your dad mailed you the actual paper clipping? He's like, check this out when it gets there. <laughs> by the like, way, he's the, like, by the way, I got a, I I bought my postage on stamps.com. The, Shout out Rogan. The Joe Prano doing Walt Ruther doing as Bernie Sanders. Huge huge hit with the Ruther brothers. Oh yeah. So uh, they're they're even though even though everybody nobody watches but my little brother. Uh, I think he's the only one who listens to Dirty Sports. I think they're clamoring he, for some more. He shared it? I sent it to my brothers. That's hilarious. Yeah. Spot on. Yeah. No, my dad has not sent me an article in a while. I don't think he realizes that I actually have his password for the Wall Street Journal, even though he's given it to me multiple he's like, times. I'm sort of a lawn socialist. I cut the neighbor's lawn. I cut the neighbor's neighbor's lawns. And uh, I don't ask for any money. You know? Give a little. Get a little. It's a, it's a barter system. I just looked up briefly. I have to just read this comment. I know you're monitoring the comments over here. Twerks. Uh, Jordan McGrady says, "What is the worst thing you would do for seventy-eight to do for seventy-eight hundred dollars?" Mm, I'd murder somebody. Seventy-eight hundred dollars? You'd murder somebody? I mean, if I knew that person was trash, yeah, yeah, yeah I'd murder somebody for seventy-eight hundred bucks. Yeah. Well, go to the Dominican Republic, man. I mean, yeah, but but like, I can't murder somebody for seventy eight hundred dollars if the if the person they want me to murder is Big Poppy. You know yeah. what I mean? All right. But if somebody was like, "Hey, uh, you know, that my fucking my husband's uh, cheating on me. He's a you know he's a college professor or something like that, and he he knocked up his you know eighteen year old student." And then uh, he also like, and it was just like savage, like dirty shit. I'd be like, all right, seventy yeah. bucks, I'll take him out. I watched, I tweeted about it the other day. I watched uh, because it just happened to be on HBO Zone, whatever that is. Uh, Gross Point Blank. Yeah, such a great movie. And he explains how he ended up being a killer. He's like, took a psychological test. I have you know holes in my psyche. I have uh, what well, I forget. I forget the exact wording is. Ethical, like some ethical uh, wiggle room. I feel like I have, you know, moral. I have, I have moral blind spots. Like, I'm not sure I believe in God. I'm pretty sure I don't. Like, seven, eight hundred bucks, man. That'll go a long way. That'll get the Cadillac fixed. If you tell me your husband's like having sex with your like fourteen year old daughter or something, I'll take that dude out for seven, eight hundred bucks. Well, also, see, I'll throw you some money back. I see we have some comments. Let's the top two uh, intern twerks over here. I see we have some stats on the average income in the Dominican Republic. Yeah, so shout out to uh, Rebby Grill. Looks like uh, St. Louis Cardinals fan, Rebby Grill. Hopefully uh, a Blues fan. fan Possibly. Maybe a Blues fan after tonight. Uh, But he looked up the Dominican Republic average income, and it ranges between $1,874 and $3,000. Seven hundred and forty eight dollars. So I mean you're bringing home less than five K if you're in the Dominican Republic. A year? A, a year. year. That's wow. the average yearly income. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. I told you. And then I see we have some donate what are the donation requests going on? Yeah, right yeah. Here? We got we got a couple of uh donations in the comments. First one is from Calvin Pentland. Uh for ten dollars and sixty nine cents. Shout out sixty nine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um he wants to give nice. a big shout out to Ruther nice. uh, and his curse for finally bringing home the Stanley Cup to St. Louis. Um, and he said, "Stay dirty." Condoms are for Boston. Condoms nice. are for Boston. That's because they should stop procreating. That fucking cesspool of a town. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also got a donation from uh, Aaron Godrick. Giedrich. 
Um, so shout out Aaron, and he is saying in all caps, "Play Gloria." So I mean, that's been a that's been a hot topic in the comments tonight is "Play Gloria." Well, guys, again, I appreciate. Well, that, I mean, but first of all, you know that's the that's what they of, say. Of course, they just say "Play Gloria." I don't know if they're necessarily res- like requesting you play Gloria. Well, regardless, I'll, uh, like much, it's hashtag Play Gloria. You know what I mean? Yeah. As much as I appreciate it, and any donations. I'm not risking us being like if we're gonna get demonetized, it's gonna be for some shit we say. Yeah, it's not gonna be for playing Gloria. No offense, right. guys. But I'm saying I'm not even sure they're requesting you play Gloria. Okay, I think they're just saying play Gloria. I got another comment here that I think is worth <laughs> addressing right now, uh, from Jordan McGrady saying this is an interesting game. How much to kill Kobe? How Je- much to kill Jeter? Jesus Christ, guys. A Rod, MJ. I don't want to kill anybody. Well. I don't uh, want anybody here, killed. Let me, let me answer all those questions. Why are we doing you. this? So, uh, so Derek, Derek Jeter, not like he's not a bad guy, right? Like as as far as I know, uh, and also killing Jeter would only raise Jeter's status. It would be like it would much be like his, you know, being part of championship teams that he was like whatever the seventh best player on. Uh, it would only raise, it's like I won't kill Jeter. There's no amount of money you could pay me to kill Jeter. Jordan, like... Why, why are we wanting to kill any on, of these guys? Hold on. Let me answer all these questions. Jordan, same kind of thing. Only going to like make his legacy that much greater. Now, his grand, his father did get murdered. If I could somehow swing it to like uh, he like is getting murdered over gambling debts, I mean, it would still cost a, a pretty penny. It would cost millions. Let me just say that. Millions. Maybe 10 million. Uh, A-Rod seems like a good guy, right? A-Rod's like living his best life. Who are these people who hate A-Rod, by the way? Yeah. Uh, Kobe? I'm fucking kill Kobe. What, are you kidding? Uh, how much to kill Kobe? Like, if I had a chance... When you pull the trigger, do you go, Kobe? Yeah, you go, Kobe! <laughs> and then you just hope, like... I, I, What I do is I get a gun that's got, like, 20, 25 shots in it, and I hope I don't Kobe and only hit him with, like, six. <laughs> uh, I'd kill Kobe for two million bucks. Most Am I allowed to say that? No. No. He's, he's, ki- he's being sarcastic. Yeah, by kill, I mean like kill that pussy. I don't know. <laughs> you kill Kobe's pussy. I kill that. I murder that pussy. Yeah. This really took a turn. Yeah. I was so excited for all this all this sports discussion. I didn't think we'd be doing how much money we would. By the way. Why, 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 why saying, are the dirt balls going that route, I'm by just the saying, way? Imagine, a lot about you them. Killed, imagine somebody killed, murdered that pussy, you know? For two million bucks, you could go live in the Dominican Republic and be king. You could be the king of the Dominican. You don't the bill. You don't. The the, you don't. The, the Dominican whole country. Republic is gorgeous. I'm sure it is. Fantastic. Gorgeous. You don't the whole country for that much. Yeah, or that little, I should say. Yeah, I'm not gonna kill anybody, guys. I'm. I'm just. You know, I'm gonna just relax. You're gonna kill the go- dreams of every team you've ever picked. Yeah. And next up is uh, the Warriors, because the Warriors are going to win Game Six. They're going to force a Game Seven. Well, you already picked them to win the series. I did, but now I, I like the Raptors in Seven. You know, you can change your opinion. I like the Warriors in Game Six. Great! Can't wait to can't wait to watch. Mark it down. Can't wait to watch Toronto win in Oracle now. Dude, they're going to bring KD out. They're going to be so no, inspired. Not. He flew east to get his. Didn't he fly to New York for his Achilles? Yeah, surgery? that's a good point. I saw his Instagram post. Okay, 
They're going to have a video or some shit. I don't know. They're going to be inspired. What do you think? Uh, I actually like Toronto in game six. You do? Yeah, because I'll, I think, and like, people were trying to say this, and it's like, it's a dumb thing to say. Like, oh, I don't even know if they win game fucking five without KD or whatever. But I do think, I do think KD, KD starting that game, not his points, not the way he played, which by the way, he played fantastic right up until he got he fucking 11 hurt. points in 12 minutes. Um, and it sucks. I mean, he's a the whole, the whole situation sucks. Yeah. But, like, forget the whole, like, oh, the team shouldn't let him play. Like, all that shit is nonsense. Anyway, um, I think that everybody is kind of counting on now that, like, they have this emotional thing. I, it's the emotional high, then yeah, the emotional low. I just don't think, I still don't think just Steph, just Clay, Looney's going to be out now. Right? Is yeah. Looney done for the series? Yeah, he's done. Like, I just think that they're, I just think that they're, they don't have enough manpower. And honestly, Toronto didn't play that fucking well in that game. Still almost won it. I tweeted about it numerous times. What Nick Nurse was doing calling that fucking timeout. Do you know out. why? Do you know why now? I have no idea why. Well, I don't, I don't like the explanation, but it came out why. So basically, he would have lost the timeout. The way the TV timeout rules work, it was at 3.03. If the clock goes under three, he loses that timeout. Who and cares? I agree. He had five of them. I agree. But so, he so That was his explanation, though. I'm just repeating what he said. That's worse than just him. That's worse than him being like, I was playing some weird chess match where I was like, fuck you, you're not going to take a timeout. I'm going to take it. Who cares? Horrific. They, they had a dumb... Dick Kochoff at the end. Steve Kerr had one timeout left for the last five minutes of the game. If I'm Nick Nurse, I don't care if the fucking TV takes all of my timeouts. I'm not giving you a timeout to re fucking to get your team sorted when you have somehow Steve Kerr. Are you drunk? Why? How did you have one timeout left for the entire game? And then. Apparently Nick Nurse didn't need that timeout because he didn't take one at the end of the game. He had them left over. Yeah, he didn't take one for the final possession. Yeah, go home, Nick Nurse. You're drunk, and don't go home with Steve Kerr. He's really drunk. It was that was one of the most disastrous, horrific, unexplainable timeout calls I've ever fucking heard. I've ever seen in my life. Toronto had that game won. They had that game won, and they gave it to them. I just think that they're better at this point when Golden State doesn't have KD. And Kawhi didn't play well. No, it was his worst game of the playoffs. Yeah. Minus that amazing run where he scored 10 points and now went he off. had the ball at the end of the game with a chance to win it. He was double teamed. And he showed no killer instinct whatsoever. Ended up giving the ball up. So, you know, it's a horrific game from him all around. We all know if your best player doesn't take the final shot, that they have no killer instinct. He was locked down. By JJ Barea on the play. Joe, let it down. go. Let God, it go. Just let it, let I will it, never let it go. Let it go. I will bro. never let it go. Let it go. Because you know what happened? I tweeted that tongue in cheek, and people were like, no one thinks that. I'm like, finally, thank you. Thank you for everybody realizing that this is the point that everybody's been saying. Kawhi Leonard has a weird laugh, so we won't do the killer instinct thing for him. But, like, why won't we? Why didn't people? That's the question. I'm not doing it because I'm not a fucking idiot who understands basketball. But, like, why Why wasn't that the thing? Why did he pass it to 
fucking Lowry at the end of the game. Well, he passed it to Van Fleet. Why would he do that? And Van, Van Fleet, Fleet passed it to Lowry. Yeah, why would he do that? That's the Skip Bayless didn't ask that, right? Well, I don't watch Skip Bayless. Who that's, knows? Me either. That's just that's AIDS on TV talking. Literally, that's what Skip Bayless is. Well, actually, you can live a full life with AIDS these days. I'd rather I'd rather have AIDS than Skip Bayless. Yeah, I'd rather have AIDS than have Skip Bayless as a roommate. I'm not even joking. Hundred percent. You'd rather that's a, that's a good. And scenario. by the way, just in case anybody's wondering, I'll kill Skip Bayless for fifty two hundred bucks. <laughs> You'd rather have AIDS than Skip Bayless as a roommate. Uh, I'm at Joe Brain on Venmo, by the way. If anybody wants to put hashtag Skip Bayless in there, when we get up to five digits, we're not that far from Fox Studios. I know it's probably seven or eight miles away from us where they My film. manager right now is like, did you honestly just say you've murdered people? Like, but at this point, your manager's probably like, I mean, she listens to any of these episodes. Yeah. She still reps you. Yeah. It doesn't mean I don't get calls, Andy. She said, did you say you murder Skip Bales? Well, yeah, but I was joking. And then I brought up the thing where you were going to call me. So, like, obviously it was a joke. Th- I mean. But also, I am at Joe Payne on Venmo. <laughs> Donations for Skip? Yeah. R.I.P. Skip. Rip Skip. Rippy Skippy. Toby. I, I don't like. I got that killer instinct, Skip. <laughs> I'll show you killer instinct. Double team, triple team. There's so many storylines happening yeah. with, with Kevin Durant's injury. I don't think people fully realize, guys, not to like get all deep and shit, but. This injury is going to have a ripple effect across the entire NBA. Truly. Offseason and future. We're talking about a serious injury. He's probably not playing next year. It's the butterfly effect, as they yeah. know. But this is the butter snake effect. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just going to laugh at that. I'm, I'm just going to laugh. <laughs> I'm just going to laugh at that. I, I felt bad, though, because I'll be honest. There First of all, when the injury happens, I was enjoying watching him. He drains three out of you know goes three for three from threes, eleven points, twelve minutes. Warriors are going to win that game easily with him. That's how important he is. Then he's, he, he's the best player on the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, yeah, he's the second best player in basketball. He gets injured. Then the Canadians cheer it. Which guys, what the fuck? I'm look, dude. I have been such a vocal person about how Canadians are the nicest people ever. I've said it on this show. Wrong. I know. Wrong. I've said it at that hostel show that I host every Tuesday. There's always Canadians. You, you didn't curse the Canadian fan base. You, you Ruther cursed the kindness of Canada. Yeah. They were the nicest, friendliest people I felt in the world. The Canadians. I, the, the, the most pleasant people. They were cheering. I think Canadians. So I think there's a. I think there's a lot of factors here. Yeah. First of all, yes, that's despicable. I've been vocal about Kevin Durant's a snake. Fuck the Warriors. Whatever. But like, you just don't cheer injuries. You don't wave goodbye to people who are getting hurt. It's gross. It's like it's it's Philly shit. It's why Philly is the fucking worst. It's Michael Irvin shit. And also, fuck you, Philly fans. Like I went into some of those tweets. Yeah. And underneath, Philly fans like, oh, I thought this was only us doing it. It's like, no, it is only you guys doing it. That's why this is crazy. That's why everybody's like, fuck Toronto. Oh, Toronto just acted like they were Philly. Now everybody thinks they're despicable people. Yeah. Yeah. Philly, you guys are the ones doing this. You're the ones. Um, Toronto caught a case of the Phillies. Um, 
I think Toronto. I think Toronto and the entire country of Canada, their lack of uh, success in hockey. They haven't even played in the finals in how however long. It's pent up. Yeah. And this is their thing. They really, they really want this. Charles Barkley said on the hockey broadcast tonight, he thinks this will be good for the NBA. I think it'll be good for the NBA. I've said that all if along. Canada would win, but ca- the Canadians are taking this. Like I've seen. Like I'm going to say this. You know, you're kind of like accusing people before of like, oh, like new Blues fans. It's like a lot of new Raptors fans out there. Well, of course. Like shout out to Alex Pavone. Great comedian that I know from New York comes out here all the time. Fu- always been a Raptors fan. Been fucking rocking the Raptors hat ever since I fucking met the dude. But like, I know a lot of other Canadian comedians. You know, a lot of uh, comedy folks from Canada. Give me lot- some names. Give me you know, some names. A lot of those folks are you know dancing around with their fucking Raptors jerseys lately. A lot yeah. Of- suddenly everybody's got a fucking Damon Stoudemire throwback. Oliver you know? Miller jerseys have been out yeah, in full yeah, force. Yeah, exactly. And it's like. <laughs> I think Canada's turnt for this, and just like you got to keep your emotions in check. They were just out of control. It's just, yeah, it was gross. Yeah, they're waving goodbye. Terrible. People, they they had people in the bars. Like you know, I I saw did, somebody. Did you I, see the video with Steph Curry's mom? No, bro. So she gets out of the car at the hotel in Toronto. Sonia. Sonia, lovely woman, as we all know. Her her husband played in Toronto. Yeah. Dell played there. She gets out of the car. There's all these insane Raptors fans waiting. This is after game five. They're like screaming profanities at her. And I love, she didn't back down. She got out of like the van or whatever it was and was like throwing her hand. She was talking shit back and I was like, good for you, Sonia. I'm just like, Raptors fans, like get, get it under control. And, and Go the out to players' moms. And, and the thing about the Raptors and Raptors fans... Um, and I'm rooting for the Raptors, obviously, but you guys got to keep some shit in perspective. You're a like the basketball team has been decent for the last one with with like long at this point standing choke vibes. Like the last few years, they've been great. They've lost to LeBron every fucking year. Kawhi shows up. He's been there six months, and you're one win away from the finals, and he still hasn't said he's staying. Like, th- there would never be a more hired gun situation than a guy coming and be like, got your championship, peace, hate Toronto. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, as a franchise, they've accomplished a lot. Yeah. But their biggest accomplishment is trading for Kawhi Leonard. Sure. Like, keep it in perspective a little bit, guys. You might go right back to being the Toronto Raptors. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I saw a so comment. What, uh, what I'm saying is, like, just chill. I saw a comment in the YouTube section, which I think is a great question. Do they boo anyone else? Or do they just boo Durant because of the whole snake and all the bad publicity that he's received for going to the Warriors? What do you mean, boo? Do they boo anybody else? Like, do they treat a Steph Curry injury the same way? A Clay Thompson oh, injury? Yeah, I think they absolutely do. They're just savages. I think they're just fucking. I think that they're just. They're seeing the finish line. There's there's blood in the water. Yeah, they're just too they're just too turned up. Yeah. You guys are high on fucking maple syrup. <laughs> Cut that shit with some water. You know, it's not safe to drink that. Ruther's talking about cutting out sugar. You guys should certainly shouldn't be drinking pint glasses of it mixed with Molson. 
No, I'm, what I said was I I'm I thought about seeing how long I could go without any sugar to see the physical and emotional effect emotional. it has. Because <laughs> it's, it's going to affect your brain emotionally, psychologically. I'm curious what me not having sugar after I do this triathlon maybe a week later, what we'll do to just me. just cut out water, see what happens then. Like, I mean, what, what kind of experiments are we doing here? Bruno, I've just, I've learned to realize I'm kind of a masochist. I don't think you realize that. I like to do things to my body to kind of see how it feels. Okay. So tomorrow I want you to chop off my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, I see you're chomping at the bit. What's going on over there? I was going to ask, did you guys see the video of Warriors fans cheering when Kawhi got hurt when he was on the Spurs? Ooh. Yeah. No. Yeah, some some serious hypocrisy going on. Yeah, and the fan base is here. Um, also, uh, Ruther, very proud of you for switching over to the keto diet. I'm glad that I have inspired you. You, you didn't switch me up. <laughs> you didn't, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Let's just, are you are you living a carb free life? No. All I said was, I ate like a fat fuck in San Francisco. Like like I was out of control. I I, I mean I I was so reckless one night. I was. I was extremely stoned. I, I can't do two gummy edibles. I have the tolerance. Too much sugar. <laughs> I have the tolerance of like a 16-year-old high school girl. And I ordered from this pizza place. It was a reckless decision. It was, this is for me and another lady, you know, a hundred and, I don't know, 25-pound Asian girl. I ordered eight, eight, like eight large slices of pizza. Eight. Like, it, like I thought it was it was a medium, but it was eight slices. But did you order a pie? Yeah. All right. Why are we talking in slice form then? Like, like okay. Yeah, I'll take one of the pepperoni, one of the sausage, one of the vegetables. Like, guys, how many slices do you have? I'm gonna have eight. I'm gonna do eight slices. Okay. So I ordered. You ordered a medium pie, but it was like a big medium pie. Okay, big medium, grande, venti. Twelve wings. Okay. An order of mozzarella cheese sticks. This arrived at 12.50 a.m. Like, this, there were some reckless decisions. Ate the whole thing completely naked, just walking around. At one point, I had I had the sauce from uh, the wings. I, by the way, shout out to Owen, who just gave me $5 to kill Skip Bayless, which I'm going to reappropriate that money and kill Ruther <laughs> for eating mozzarella sticks naked. What kind of fucking... You could sell that on, on YouTube to the guy who likes your feet. Just like, hey, it's me and naked mozzarella sticks. So, so my point is, I'm trying to just... Get the that shit under control. So this week I've been trying to eat healthier. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And and in doing so, have cut out carbs. The last couple of days I've cut out carbs. Just kind of test some things. See how see how your body feels. Yeah, I'm like I'm. I just like, had a, I had a giant slice of Sicilian pizza on my way over here. Oh, it sounds amazing. Where was that from? Hawaiian. Uh, put put paisanos in her mouth. Oh yeah. Okay. I know. But Aaron, the thing about you real quick is, and then I want to do a little more KD talk, you, you're drinking a beer right now. I am drinking a beer. So and, you, you're not keto-free, bro. I mean, no, there's points. I, moni- I monitor system, my carbs, you know, know, much like I, I monitor these comments. You know, I monitor my carbs and just I monitor watch. my carbs. <laughs> I watch, I, you know, I, I keep dragging my intake. Like, isn't, isn't the keto I, uh, thing, isn't it like Weight Watchers? Can't you have like, aren't they like, yeah, yeah you know, I like got this. Honestly, I got points. this super dope app on my phone. This lets me like super dope. <laughs> it lets me uh, just like input what I ate for the day, like looks it up for me and everything. And then it helps me just like keep track of it. I don't use it every day, but I use it as much as I can. But I mean, I mean, this weekend I went to Vegas and, 
you know, I was out there doing my thing. You know, you what get, is your thing in Vegas? Well, like, I don't know. You just get drunk with the boys and stuff. Aaron, you got to put the mic next to your mouth, bro. Okay, Did you yeah. gamble? Uh, no, no, I didn't gamble because I've had a, a string of bad luck with that. But, you know, I was out there, you know, you, you, you drink and stuff with the boys, Gambled whatever. With your life. And then I got a slice of pizza, which I posted to Twitter. And yeah, it, that was I think disgusting. it set the internet on fire, arguably. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but you it know was what, You know that slice of pizza? That, like, if you, put, if you put Aaron's slice of pizza that he posted on Twitter, that's up there with, like, Hope Solo's fucking roast beef curtains <laughs> vagina. That's up there with two girls, one cup. Like Prano said, it was disgusting. It's just like, why do that? Yeah. I'm just saying, had you have done that with your 1 a.m. food hiatus? No, you know what I did, Aaron? You might have felt You know better. what I did the next day? I told the lady I was staying with, I'm going to take a lot of shits today. Unlike Prano, I'm open about it. You know, I just tell this girl, look, I'm taking a shit in your bathroom. And uh, I think it makes her uncomfortable, but I don't care. Like, I got to let her know. I'm taking a dump. And I, and I let her know, hey, we're going on some hikes today. I'm bringing wet wipes with me. I'm about to shit in the woods. I'm about to shit off the cliff into the fucking bay. I don't know. I'm open about my dumps. And guys, I think we should all be open about our dumps. Let's just, let's just all let everybody know I'm taking a shit. You know, it's 2019. We can be open about our sexualities. We can be open about other things. Let's be open about when we poop. Grow up, people. It's just something that you should roll, roll out slowly. I don't think so. Okay. Well, you've had one girlfriend your whole life, and you're almost 40. So, you know, <laughs> maybe, maybe tap the brakes, Dr. Phil. <laughs> All right. Agree to disagree. <laughs> tomato, tomato. <laughs> Whatever you say, Prano. Does KD stay with the Warriors? I think he does now. Right? Well, see, you know when he gets paid if he stays? If he, he doesn't opt out? He can he can just extend for one year, right? $31.5 million. Yeah. Why would he not do that? Why oh, would he well, not do that? Well, I guess the 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 reason to not do that, I guess, is some other team jumps in right now and says they'll pay him no matter what. Like if you're a rebuilding, you Knicks. I, I, look, I I don't even want to think about how this affects the New York Knicks. All I want is them to just keep R.J. Barrett, who they hopefully, yeah. who they hopefully draft three. Just, I don't need people being traded at this point. Like, let's not try to fucking revamp the whole team now. Now we're going to go for Anthony Davis, but we're not getting KD because KD's going to stay. Like, yeah. Just, just stick with the rebuild. What do we make of president, team president for the Warriors, Bob Myers? I believe that's his name, right? I know his last name is Myers. Going full Oscar nomination, Academy Award, whatever you want to fucking. That performance of him crying at the press conference. Now, I was texting you and Tug. I was watching it live. I always go to NBA TV after the games, and I want to see you know what those guys have to say. And uh, I believe Tug, at Tug was mentioned, called it embarrassing. It was, like, it was just a weird thing for me. Like, what was he doing up there? Well... And that's a good question. Normally, the team president would not be at the press conference. They said it was such a huge injury, and it was so serious. Obviously, it's to their best player that there was so much talk going into that game of should he play, shouldn't he play. All that factored into why he spoke to the press. But But they, but so he like took it upon himself to speak to the press. Yeah. 
And he took the blame. He 100% took the blame. For what? Saying it's his fault for him playing. Yeah, I know. I saw him do that. And Charles like, Barkley has said that too. And, and I disagree. Okay. It's no one's fault at all. It's if they're if they're if you're gonna point fault at anybody, it's the combination of doctors and Kevin Durant. If doctors evaluate him and they said you're good to go, and he the, the, then the question has to be, what does that mean? Like the conversation, Kevin Durant. Like I don't think people understand. We've watched Hard Knocks the last couple of years. Like everybody's watched Hard Knocks, right? Yeah, it's a great show. Do you see the way when the Rams are on Hard Knocks, how Gurley is treated completely different from everybody on the team? How Jameis Winston was treated from completely different from anybody on the team? There are certain players on any team that you're like, this is our like, we're not fucking. This isn't. It's a financial investment. It's a financial investment. But it's not even a financial It's not a mystery. You're the most important person. Kevin Durant is one of those guys. The 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 loony injury. <laughs> the injury, like the way loony is being treated. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Aaron and I are both laughing. Everyone in the comments. <laughs> the comment section on YouTube keeps claiming that I flew a plane into his Achilles. <laughs> That's amazing. It's amazing. You did kind of see it ripple. Ruther did KD's Achilles. So that's, that's the second time Ruther has terrorized the city of New York. Oh, man. Uh, Sorry, continue. I just think that there's so there's there's so much care being taken of Kevin Durant, especially on a basketball team. Sure. He's the fucking best player on the Warriors. They know they can't win without him. They want him back, but like he also has to look at Kawhi, dude. The Spurs needed Kawhi to win. The dude didn't fucking show up. Like, it's 100% on Kevin Durant. It's 100% on Kevin Durant. He has to take the doctors into consideration. He has to take the team into consideration. But I don't blame him for wanting to play. Wanting to play and feeling like you can play are two totally different things. He wants, Of course he wanted to play. Was, it, was he healthy enough to play? Only you can say how you feel. Yeah, but I think that's kind of ambiguous. A lot of times you might not be healthy enough to play, but you do it anyway. But then and then, talk, and then, then, and then, then nothing to, happens. Then you have to talk to doctors and you have to say, this is how I feel. And those doctors have to say, dude, everybody was saying Achilles the whole time. And then they were saying calf strain. Then they were saying calf strain. Then they were saying calf strain. Then he played for half of a quarter and his Achilles rolled up his fucking ankle. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Somebody fucked up here. Even Either Kevin Durant fucked up and, like, downplayed how he was feeling. Yeah. Or doctors fucked up and reading MRIs. Or doctors fucked up and saying it was a calf strain so he could play when they knew it was an Achilles. Like, somebody fucked up here. You don't go from, like, oh, he has a calf strain to, oh, his Achilles snap. We all thought it was Achilles the whole time. And they're like, no, it's a calf strain. It's a calf strain. It's a mild calf strain. Mild castrain is going to keep him out three weeks. Mild castrain is going to give him out three weeks and then turn immediately into a torn Achilles? What? There were some lies told here. Sure, of course. And then Kevin Durant tried to play on a fucking whatever at Achilles. And the doctors okayed it. Well, it's like I said, it's completely changed the future of the NBA, especially the West, because he's not playing next year. 
I mean, has there been like a timetable in terms of like, oh, in these injuries, this is like when he yeah. comes back? I, I was looking at other players who've suffered the same injury. Of course, DeMarcus Cousins did. Uh, and I was looking at a few other guys. Kobe. Kobe. Dude, you're talking a year. Like maybe 10 months. Okay, let's do that. 10 months, he's then available next playoffs. After not playing a full year. My point is you're basically saying the Warriors don't have him for a year. Yeah. It's changed the history of not only the Warriors, the NBA. It, it really has. Yeah. Him playing has affected a lot of shit, guys. I mean, we're already talking about the, the potential destinations for Kevin Durant, the Knicks, the And Nets, now that's all the changed. The Clippers, the, you know, what happens in the West, how how teams approach now beating the Warriors. It Let's say KD signs with the Warriors, like picks up his year option, which I have to assume he will. Um you're not strategizing to beat the Warriors with Kevin Durant. Yeah. Which is the way everybody has approached everything. The same way, you know, yeah. the same way everybody like does that in in every sport. You you're looking at who is the best team and how do we beat that thing? Like that's what the Warriors did in getting Kevin Durant to beat LeBron James. Yeah. And now like I got to think the Houston Rockets if the LA Lakers add a free agent, if the Clippers add a free agent, they're they're not going like, oh, Den we have no shot. Of Denver's not Warriors. going anywhere. Yeah, Portland's not going anywhere. Portland getting Nurkic back, you know, like I don't think shit has changed. Yeah, him playing has changed everything. Are the Warriors the one seed next year without Kevin Durant? No. Well, we've already established Kevin Durant's not playing, correct? Yeah. No. Which means they will be if the curse is accurate. Right. The Warriors will not be the one seed. Now, the Lakers, it was revealed today by Mark Stein, have offered a potential, not trade, but what they will offer. Coming draft, which is next Thursday, by the way. Everybody doesn't know. It's uh, June 20th. So the draft is right around the corner. The Lakers said Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, and their number four pick are all up for trade bait. I'm now fine. I'm fine with that. I am too. They're trying to hold on to Kuzma. Yep. Which I like. I've let my opinion known on those other two guys. I'm not a fan of Ingram or Ball or Leangelo or their fucking dog or Lavar. Any of them. Get the whole fucking bar f Ball family out of here. Look, I I mean I think Lonzo is still young, and I think Lonzo's a good defender, and I think Lonzo's a good passer, and I think the team was way better with Lonzo this year than they were without him. Um, but we're talking about trying to get, you know, a top five player in the NBA yeah, and not being able to part with two of your young guys and one draft pick to do that seems crazy. Now I know, you know, they like Kuzma. I like Kuzma Hart. I like Hart. Like I like Lonzo too. I like Brandon Ingram. You know, you're not a Brandon Ingram guy. I'm not I, either of those guys. Get them out of here. But, but like... But the, when you say, you know, like to me, you you also have to build a basketball team. Sure. Okay. Um, like if if you want to be a championship team, you need Sean Livingston. You need Andrea Godala. You need whatever. Like the idea that Brandon Ingram can't be Sean Livingston on a championship team is ridiculous. Of course he can be. I totally agree. He can be. Yeah. But right now he's not. He's starting. Right, but first you have to build a championship team, and then you need guys like that. My point is, 
if you're the Lakers and you're building a team, I believe Brandon Ingram can be your third scorer and be your starter. But the point is, is they're not winning a championship with Brandon Ingram as the second best player behind LeBron James on the team. Agreed. Okay. Um, so you need, and for, and also, by the way, if you're the Lakers, you're trying to build to win a championship right now because you have LeBron James, who's who's got you know a two or three year window. So you need guys who are not going to become great players one day. You need guys who are great players right now. Would you give up Ingram, Ball, the number four pick, and Kuzma for Anthony Davis? You're really not leaving yourself with a whole lot. I tr- I try to get it done without giving up Kuzma or yeah. without giving up one of those guys because then what do you you still have to get into a situation where you're pairing these guys with something. Sure. You need pl- you need bodies. Well, if you're the number if you're the Pelicans and you could have both the first and the fourth pick and the first being what by all accounts looks like a legit franchise game-changing player in Zion Williamson. They could be setting themselves up because it's not like they have garbage. It's not like people forget just what the year before last. They had a nice little playoff run. Yeah. They got some nice pieces down there in Nolens. I was trying to think of uh, what's it? The third ward, the eighth ward, whatever. I was trying to fucking. Do you know the what I'm talking ward? about? Ninth ward? I mean, I think there's a bunch of different wards, but. <laughs> what's the famous one? The ninth. But I'm saying, if you have the first and fourth pick, that's where the Mister Softy Freeze Center is located. But the Smoothie King Center, whatever, it's next yeah. to the uh, it's next to the Mercedes Benz Dome, actually. Yeah. Like, it's not a bad move. Now, from all accounts, I don't think they're going to convince Anthony Davis. I did read the Sports Illustrated piece today on uh, Rich Paul, who's Anthony Davis's agent with Clutch Sports, and. Uh, He's saying he's not staying in New Orleans. Right. He's made that known. Right. So, you're saying you got to do this deal with the Lakers. I'm thinking they do. But now there's talk of a three-team deal. I mean, did yeah. you see the tweet that the New Orleans Pelicans put out today? I didn't see it, no. I mean, are you kidding? How did I miss it? They put out the, you got to pull up the New Orleans Pelicans tweet. I'll pull it up. Charlie from fucking... Charlie from... Uh, it's always sunny. It's always sunny. They did. They did a gif. Yeah, they did a gif. How did I miss this? Oh shit! They. I did. mean, that's wild. Who's in charge of the fucking Pelican? Who's in charge of the Pelican social media? Killing the game, but they're doing the Charlie fucking trying to come up with. Like he's putting together a three-team trade situation there. Yeah. So yeah, he's not staying. Sure. He's done. I mean, they're, they're letting their Twitter go. We're trying to trade him. Which, from his perspective, is kind of interesting. Dude, if they add Zion to that squad... He's just done, and he's over it. It's like he cheated on his girlfriend. His girlfriend cheated on him. And, like, they're still living together. And it's like, hey, we're going we're gonna to get a new house. And we're, we're moving, you know... We, we live in fucking Arkansas, but... But did you hear? Uh, my grandfather died, and we we have his his two million dollar apartment in Miami. It's like, oh well, let's just yeah. forget that I cheated on you and you cheated on me then, <laughs> and moved to Miami. 
It's like that's not how it works. You still fucking hate each other. Sure. I think you should read that article though. I think everybody should. That article it's pretty interesting on Rich Paul. Like I didn't know anything about him. It, it takes you through his history and actually he, he's the Chris Paul's alter ego that works for State Farm. Yeah. Right. He's about that size. Yeah. He's like he's shorter than me. Yeah. He's a little dude. All right, I'm going to hop in the comment section. I see one regarding me and the vape pen. Ruther, how much for two hits of the pen? Prano, what do you think? All right, man, that's that's your life. I don't know. It's $10 fair? I don't know, man. YouTube, YouTube, takes, YouTube takes what? 33% of that? $10, two hits. $10. Should I go higher? I got five. No, I got five dollars to kill Skip Bayless. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, you know, I'm I'm saying YouTube takes a percentage. Okay. Or you can just donate it to Andrew Ruther on Venmo. That's the Dirty Sports Venmo. <laughs> I mean, yeah, hold it in there, your lungs, bro. You know, I also got a lot of work to do tonight. I got I got Dustin to do. After the show. You can never thrust too hard. Okay. And I'm also working on no carbs. Although I'm craving a peanut butter and jelly and banana sandwich afterwards. I'm going to give in. I'm going to give in, Aaron. No, I fucking worked out today, though, dude. Like, your body needs carbs at a certain point. I'm not doing a triathlon next week without carbs. A mini triathlon. I mean, I did do 300 push-ups and four-mile run today. Humble brag. Andy's beach workout is I don't back. think it's humble brag when you say it yourself and you go, humble brag. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, humble brag. <laughs> Perno, I'm bummed out, man. I'm Why bu- are you bummed out, cause, Andy? Because you're leaving next week. I am. You, I'm in you're, New York. You're, you're going to go to New York and uh, you're going to miss... I need somebody. Maybe I'll maybe I'll take down Twerks, but I don't know if he can either with his work schedule. I got, I gotta find somebody to go down to Reds Angels down in Anaheim, Cincinnati. Yeah, coming there to Anaheim. There'll be four people at the game. Yeah, there will. There'll be nobody there. Well, I I know one thing, Andy. One thing's for sure. Whoever you bring, they're not gonna have to pay because you're barely gonna pay because you're gonna get Angels tickets, which go for pretty cheap. Then you're going to get them on, dare I say it, SeatGeek? That's right, Joe. SeatGeek, the only place where I get tickets. Aaron, what's your schedule like on the weeknights? Weeknights, I'm free. You're uh, free? I'm free weeknights. And I was going to say, shout out to Dirtball, one of the Dirtballs, I want to say it was Rebby, pointed out that I look like I am, what's his name, Dietrich from the Reds? Derek Dietrich. Derek Dietrich. Yeah, kind of does. So I'm thinking, dude, you, you put me in a Dietrich jersey. Okay, I'll be up there signing autographs. We'll, you know what I mean. Well, he's also white, and uh, I'm not that dark myself, though. Yeah, and he's and he you know, he's got tan. that baseball tan yeah. now yeah. going. Okay, I looked up. I looked. I put it on Twitter on, on the. Can I do this ad read first before we talk yeah. about this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> got to pay the bills continue, here. Continue. The money that you're saving on SeatGeek, you should buy him a Derek Dietrich jersey. Okay, I like that. So you're saving at least ten dollars. So here's what we're gonna do, Aaron. I you I don't know if you've used the promo code, but if you haven't, we'll we'll hop on SeatGeek. We'll go down to Angel Stadium. It's right off the it's right off the uh, the freeway down there. We'll go. We'll get us some. Uh, 
I don't know what they sell down there. I know they have Dodger dogs here at the Dodgers games. I don't know what they sell. The uh, the Angels pokey. I don't know what they sell down there. But we'll go, we'll go down there. We'll go on SeatGeek. Guys, SeatGeek, you can meet us if you're a SoCal Dirtball. Because best of all, all listeners get $10 off their first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek supports our show, so we hope you support them as well. Use our promo code DIRTY for $10 off on your first purchase. You can use that for concert tickets, sports, comedy, whatever you want. Remember that's promo code DIRTY for $10 off on your first purchase. Okay. Let's talk a little women's soccer. World Cup time, bitches. It's official. The Women's World Cup is here. The defending champions. Are they the defending champs? They were. They won in 2015. They beat, I believe, Japan. Okay. Ladies are back. The U.S. women, unlike the men, can fucking play. And I'll tell you what. I sat down here yesterday. I had the TV on. I was dusting, eating some food. The TV turned towards the desk. I watched most of that game. 13 to nothing. What do you call it? A boat race? Yeah, for sure. On the tie? Yeah, it was it was for sure a boat race. Uh I got an alert from the Fox Sports app, which I didn't I I know I have, but ne- I never receive alerts from it. Yeah. The Fox Sports app sent me an alert saying the US Women's National Soccer Team is about to kick off against Thailand and I was like, "Uh, I guess is it Women's World Cup season? Okay, I'll I'll put it on. So then I go on and I start to do the whole thing. You know, I get streaming, blah, 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 blah. Before I can get it on, it's 3 nothing. Wow. Yeah, it was 3 nothing at half. They scored 10 goals after the first period. Alex Morgan had five. I saw a fun stat. Alex Morgan had five goals in that game. The all-time United States World Cup men's leader is Landon Donovan, who had five in his career. <laughs> that is how shitty our men's team is. Let me repeat that. He, he's the all-time men's World Cup goal leader with five. That's what she had in one match. I mean, I think it's also the, the you know, the our men aren't great, but the our women are ridiculous. They're insane. Yeah. We've won the World Cup three times, our ladies. And uh, there's been a lot of discussion. That's why I'm bringing it up. People might be saying, oh, Ruther, you're going to cover Women's World Cup? You don't cover fucking golf? Well, one thing, I thoroughly enjoyed this. I enjoyed the shellacking. Uh, no mercy. I loved it. But a lot of people were saying, should they have taken their foot off the gas pedal? The this answer is, is yes. <laughs> I, I disagree. Okay. I disagree. Why? Why? Like, what? what are they? What's the point? No mercy, man. Okay. So does do you go do you go to the same no mercy do you go to the same level of no mercy across the board in sports? Well, who gives a fuck if Kevin Durant ripped his knee? His knees, his Achilles is torn either way. His Achilles isn't not getting torn because the Raptors fans fucking boo him. Fucking boo him. Wave goodbye. Throw a soda at him. He's not getting any more hurt. Fuck him. No mercy. In fact. Uh, throw soda down at maybe fucking Steph trips and no mercy too. Pimp all the home runs. Drill everybody. Like, you know, is there something? Is there something in sportsmanship? Is there something? I understand that there's a goal differential. 
I understand that that's part of the equation. 100%. Right. They're, the U.S., the defending champs, are getting out of the group. And the goal differential might make the difference. But if they win 7 nothing, their goal differential is fine. 13 well, nothing. They were still doing it late in the game. And it was still just like this aggressive pushing. I'm now, all for it. Okay. How, how so, do you? But, how do you? Let me ask okay, you. Okay. So let me ask I'm you. Not, a, I'm not a soccer. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Go okay. Ahead. If a if a Thai female soccer player, just one person on the team, one person doesn't like that the United States is running up the score, and that one person decides to chase Utley, Alex Morgan, and just dive bomb her knee, you're you're still fine. With it, they ran him up thirteen nothing. You you you're fine with the best player in the U.S. getting taken out on purpose instead of them winning seven nothing versus thirteen nothing because that's what happens in sports. People don't like to get embarrassed. You get embarrassed as a team, and you're a part of a team. But sometimes one player on the other team's like, you know what? Fuck you. Well, he, here's a good example. Well, there's a couple things in play here. One, obviously, I'm not a soccer expert. I don't know anything about the sport. I don't know how you take the foot off the gas pedal. I know in basketball, you can dribble the ball around, kill the shot clock. Football, you just run the ball up the middle. I understand those sports. I don't know. Like, when the ball is in the box like that, and it was consistently... Well, it doesn't have to get into the box like they're that. They're supposed to kick the ball backwards? That's no, my question. There, it was a full-on, full-pressure attack of the goal the entire game at some point also what about the just the celebrating of every goal the counting the goals as you come off the fucking field the, everybody's at like Joe, at, what, at what point do you put in say you're less less players because you're up seven nothing they go, did they did at okay. a certain point i was going well, to five goals well also there's what another, was their last goal the 10th of the game there's the another ninth? there's another factor in play here we're not talking an 82 basketball game season, 162 baseball. These women or any of these World Cup athletes, they play once every four fucking years. Okay. Get your money's worth. If you can score 30 fucking goals on these uh, on your opponents, score 30 goals. And also, it reminds me of the 92 U.S. men's basketball dream team. They didn't let up. Do you remember those games in Barcelona? And, and you know what? This is this is something I think a lot of people are missing the point on. How far has world basketball and the athletes of those countries come since we embarrassed everybody in the 92 Olympics, our men's team? There is an argument to, to be said that you can embarrass so much that you want to improve things for your country. 13 nothing is like... 10 times more embarrassing than anything we did as a dream team. But it's not, though. It, they, they talk about that. If you, I'm sure you've watched some of those documentaries. They've said the U.S. men's team embarrassed those other countries so much it forced them to say, hey, we got to get better at basketball. And within 12 years, they were winning world championships at the Olympics, and we were coming in third place. So I'm just saying it can have an effect. I don't have any problem with the celebration. I don't have any problem with them running up the score, if you want to call it. They're just playing. Well, it's not about them just playing, though. Like, if in in soccer, and I've watched, you know, my fair share of soccer with my dad being an Italian soccer guy. If you're up 2 nothing in a soccer game, right, and you're, uh, and you're uh, playing for the World Cup, a lot of times there is a strategy of, like, we're done scoring. 
Yeah. Don't score anymore. The defensive don't, strategy. Don't give them the opportunity. So it's not like it's impossible. It's not like we're talking about basketball where like Michael Jordan just kind of dribble and then like go out of bounds. There's just like a holding the ball situation. There's no shot clock. There's going into a defensive thing and going like we're just not going to let them score. We're going to win this game seven nothing. The you know it it just comes down to. What are you trying to prove by being up 13? And then another team reacting in a way that you don't like, you have to live with the consequences of that. That's something that happens when you coach baseball or when you play baseball. If you're up 10 runs and you tell your team, we're not stealing bases anymore, guys. No more stealing bases. Why? Because when you steal a base, he's going to get hit in the ear. And then, what the fuck? Who cares that you stole a base? But it's going to matter when he goes to the fucking hospital. So just don't do it anymore. So why put yourself in a position where somebody is going to be out to get you? For what purpose? Well, my point is, what did it achieve? No one's talking about this in a way that's like, yeah, fuck yeah, 13 nothing. Should have been 14. Like, it, it didn't prove any more than 10. So what is the point of doing it? Is, is what you have to ask yourself. But I'm saying that. Go ahead, Aaron. Yeah, yeah. can I jump in real quick? Uh, I hear the repercussions argument, and trust me, I, I would go to war for Alex Morgan. Let me just set the record straight here. I mean, she is an angel. But aside from that. Have you beat off to her? Uh, no, but. Will you? Um, I mean. Is that like on the agenda? If she's scoring five goals a game, I mean, I think out of respect for our country, I might okay. have to. Um, you're, you're a huge fan. He, he walked into the Smut Studio tonight and was like, Alex Morgan, Alex Morgan, Alex Morgan. Yeah, that's fair. I did. But we need my, to get my, him an my, Alex Morgan jersey. Just I honestly would wear that. But my point though, to your point, is and we'll that, get to the jersey you brought in a minute. <laughs> is that just to play devil's advocate, is when it comes to like running up the score in sports and, and doing all that, and I think this goes for all sports, do you think it's almost more disrespectful though to to lay off the gas pedal? Because for me, if I'm on the other team, I'm like well, no, don't take it, it easy an, on me the now, answer you asshole. Is, that's like, what a lot of... Okay, and I watched... No, the answer is very, that's what a the lot answer of the is very simple. Said. It's very simple. Put in your lesser players, and let's see what they can do. But they did, Joe, and okay, then those girls like, were scoring. Sh- okay, show me... what Alex Morgan scored five goals. Did she score five of the first six? She just got five of the first ten? This is their best player. What was her last goal? That ninth goal of the game? Like, she had five goals. So, if you're the United States... What at what point against Thailand when you're so dominant do you go we we're gonna win this game no matter what? I you know you, like I don't know but like four goals five goals so five goals into the game put in people who may not get international World Cup opportunities to play in the later rounds like let them go for it you know what I'm saying like. This is what everybody's ever done. Anybody who's ever been on the bench in a sporting event is like, yeah, now's the time for me to get in. Now, if those people keep fucking scoring goals, great. But, like, we're talking about the best player scored five goals. She scored five goals. Yeah, but to Aaron's point, a lot, and I watched, because I was curious, because, again, I don't follow soccer. I don't understand it. I'm trying to learn some of these things. I watched the post-game coverage from a few different networks, and a lot of people said what he just said, is that in a way it is, you know, you only play once every four years. It's disres- It's almost viewed a lot of times, especially with different countries, and it's a different 
you know, rules and different etiquette, so to speak, they do view it as disrespect if you, quote-unquote, take the foot off the gas pedal. Uh, look, I know they suck. This is how badly I know they suck. On a lighter note, I learned something last night about one of uh, Thailand's goalies. This is what Michael Magid told me because, you know, he's our soccer guy. He knows this stuff. Their backup goalie literally got on the team by submitting a YouTube video. I'm not even making this shit up. This is wild. So the backup goalie for Thailand, her dad who was born in Thailand, she plays college soccer at Kennesaw State, submitted a YouTube video, so then she went and flew over there. She tried out. She didn't hear from him. They brought her on last minute. She doesn't speak any of the language. She doesn't know any. She was born in California, I think. So, like, that's the state of this women's team. I that, I understand. I, they're terrible. Yeah, they're awful. My, my point is, they're terrible. The U.S. was winning that game. The U.S. had that game won. I think a lot of people, I think I think this story's way different if it's nine nothing and Alex Morgan gets taken out with a hard foul, doesn't play the rest of the tournament, and they end up losing to Japan two one in the final game. I think a lot of people are like, uh, maybe we shouldn't have tried to score fucking ten goals. Cause that's not something that you're telling the other team to do. That's not something their coach is telling one other player to do. But a in sports, a lot of people are very, very competitive. And a lot of times, players are better than their teams are. Like, think about in the Men's World Cup we've watched over the years. How many times has Messi's team won the World Cup? How many times have they played in the fucking... He was the best player forever, but he wasn't always on the best fucking team. In fact, he was never on the best team. So if you have a player that is good on Thailand, maybe there's one chick on Thailand who thinks she can make the U.S. team. She's like, this is fucking bullshit. I'm going to fucking shred this girl's knee. Yeah, but I don't think that's going to happen. Again, it's the world... I, hold on, I stick by this. It's the World Cup. This happens once every four years. This is, this is the highest level of that sport that they can play, right? Yeah. You can't get any bigger than the World Cup. So what are you saying? You don't you don't think that'll happen? Do you do No, you, do I you, don't. Okay. Do you remember the World Cup where a guy on France headbutted the chest of a, a Italian player during the during the World Cup finals where you like try to crack his sternum with a headbutt? Do you remember that? I do remember. Because he that. was like fuck you guys? Yeah. Cuz he's like I'm pissed off and fuck you. People do shit like that. And when people do shit like that is when they're losing and they feel embarrassed. I'm just saying you're putting your players in a position to get hurt for what? Can you look up? Because I saw in the YouTube comment section somebody talking about substitutions that you can't have that many. Oh, yeah, no, it's true. In soccer, you only get three substitutions. Okay. So it's different. So, where maybe so, they, you know. so that's a huge factor into this. You're talking about substitutions. If you only get three substitutions... Maybe that's why Alex Morgan is playing. Okay. And scoring. Well, good for hey, good for Alex Morgan. She got her five goals. I hope somebody doesn't fucking shred her knee in in another blowout. I hey, I hope they win. I I live in the U.S. Good for the U.S. I hope they win every game fourteen nothing. But if they win next game fourteen nothing and somebody chase Utley's her, because garbage athletes exist out there that are out there solely to hurt people, aka Chase Utley, who's on. TV today in retirement talking about hating the Mets. Did you see this video? No. They said, do you hate the New York Mets? He said, yes. 
Yes, I do. That was his answer. Because they're like, what's your deal with the Mets? Do you hate the Mets? Yes, yes, I do. The dude has hate in his heart. But again, I, I think... I think we're doing apples to oranges, in my opinion, when we're talking about a long baseball season versus an event that happens once every four years. That that doesn't factor in at all to one person flipping out because they feel like they're getting embarrassed and trying to hurt somebody. But what's gonna what's gonna stop them from doing that at a closer game versus a blowout? Because they don't feel like you're going out of your way to and make them like disgrace them. The same reason that you have. Like this, this is baseball one on one. It's like uh, there's a million things you you know you don't throw alley oops in fucking blah basketball games. You don't steal bases in blah baseball games. You don't throw long in the end of fucking blah football games. It's why you go to the run. It's why it's like it's it's not like Baker Mayfield doesn't want to stockpile passing yards. Yeah, you do it because you're like, what am I going to do? I'm going to throw a bomb in this situation for what? To score more points? Well, what if somebody rips Odell Beckham out of the sky but, because but, this uh, this defensive back's I'm sick of getting embarrassed? But records where it's here's what's interesting too, and then, and then we'll wrap this up. Records were at stake as well. So both men's and but that's important because it's it's the same way uh, if a team. Let's say you have the, the the record for most rushing yards in a game, and your team's up twenty eight to seven. What's the difference between Alex Morgan tying the all time record and also the women's team now having the biggest goal differential in the history of the World Cup and most goals scored? What's the difference between? In fact, that, I, no one gave a fuck about that record before or after, and no one will ever talk about it again. I think that's I agree. I disagree with you. Okay, there. did you know what the goal differential in women's World Cup records were before yesterday? No, I didn't. But I but I know that they set the record for both the men's and women's. I think that's pretty significant that that they've set this all time record. Again, it, it's to me, it's the same thing as the team running the ball. When you say, "Hey, you're up four touchdowns, but you can get the all time rushing record," you're a way bigger football fan than you are. Uh, soccer fan, obviously. What's the all-time team rushing record in a game? No, uh, I'm, talking, biggest... I'm talking individual. Okay, what's the what's the all-time rushing record for an individual in a game? I believe it's Adrian Peterson. But I remember, as someone who grew up in Cincinnati, Corey Dillon had it for a minute, and it was the same situation. They were killing the Broncos, even though the Bengals sucked. I believe it was the Broncos. I could be wrong, and it was the same thing. He's going to rush for this many yards in a game. They're going to keep giving him the ball, even though they're up three, four touchdowns. To me, it's it's similar. You, you you realize that they were up thirteen touchdowns. They're not up three, four touchdowns. They're not up four goals. She didn't have five of their six goals. They 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 had thirteen goals in the game. So let me ask you this: If Saquon Barkley, you're go, you're just going to keep unwrapping the same thing a million times. What I'm telling you is no, no. It's th- such a absurd number that you're the you're putting yourself. In danger of somebody going, fuck you guys. But I'm saying... That's it. That's all I'm saying. If Saquon Barkley is on pace to get... Saquon Barkley's not in a 60 to nothing game. He's not in it. At any point. Ever. Never in it. There's no situation where Saquon Barkley's in a 60 to 0 NFL football game. And guess what? If he were... People would be freaking out. They'd be like, what is Barkley still doing in there? This is, he, What if he gets hurt? That's yeah, all yeah. anybody would be saying. Well, we can't exactly make this analogy because, again, only three substitutions are allowed. So, so, so I guess then the question comes to this. 
if if they can't take Alex Morgan out, and I don't I don't know if she could have been taken out with the substitution situation, but if they can't take her out, you're saying don't play as well as you can. Where I'm saying, look, she's in there. Play the best of your ability. Do guys, hey, here's the thing. Do whatever you want. Also, be prepared for some psychotic Thailand chick to hammer bomb your knees because you're embarrassing her and you're. She's, this is the first and only time that she'll be on national TV in her entire life. She's on her period. You've scored seven goals on her, and she has decided to fucking murder you. Dude, like, Tanya Harding hired somebody to use a metal pipe to thrash the knee of her opponent in the offseason. People are crazy. Yeah, I'm not saying people aren't crazy, but that's that's... A- I mean, I don't even know what that has to do with this situation. Well, look at any fucking baseball game where a team steals up fucking 10 runs. Look at any football game where a team goes long up 40 points. Shit gets fucking dangerous. But, but so again, un- again, unless you want the five goals Alex Morgan scores in the first game. This to is be like the-, the World Series, though. This is what I'm saying. Like, this is this is the f- anyway. OK, we, we don't agree. It's fine. Uh we don't agree because you're taking you're you're talking in circles about something and you're completely disregarding that. They're going out of their way to embarrass their opponents. I don't, I don't, but I don't agree with that. Okay, well, the whole world is talking about whether or not that's the situation. So if it weren't possibly the conversation, then why are we having this conversation? Well, obviously— Why do I think it? Why do the five people who we showed on TV talking about on ESPN, why did the entire panel agree that you post, posted the video of on 30 Sports? Why did they all agree? Why do I agree? Why is it but on, headlines? They, they agreed— the, one, the thing that I posted from the Fox crew who called the game, they had no problem with it. Well, Alexi Lalas didn't win shit. So okay. suddenly, well, all those- suddenly the, the USA guy who got embarrassed in 94 thinks that we should run up the score. Maybe if Alexi Lalas was fucking good, he'd have a way to discuss what good soccer players should do when blowing out teams. Well, those women who have won, who were on that panel as well, also had no problem with it. It's fine. Look, we, we don't agree. No, you had you posted a video where five people were like, well, maybe they should have fucking, maybe they no. should have turned back. Maybe no, they only one guy, only the the host, who all the former players, if you watch that video that I posted on our Twitter, all the former players, it was Alexi Lawless and three females, the, uh, former women's players, they all agreed they had no problem with it. If you watch the video. It was the host... Who had a problem with it? Again, you have a problem with it. I don't. It's fine. I have a problem with putting your players in danger for for what? For I, and I still want the. That's the only thing I want the question, the answer for. For what are you putting them in danger for? Well, my response again could be that they could be putting their players in danger at any score. You, you, you what you're basically saying is the probability is higher, but of them putting themselves in danger with the score up. I'm saying, what are you proving? What is the point here? What are we doing? What I'm saying is, why take the foot off the gas pedal? This is once every four years. It's fine. We don't. We don't agree. We can agree to disagree. Uh, I do want to move on, though. And we'll wrap up the show. We got a couple more things. We have a New Jersey, which I don't know if we're going to agree on this one either. Um, intern Aaron over here, he's been so excited about this. He's been giddy, Prano. He's giddy right now. You bought a jersey over a guy who's kind of, you know, taken over a lot of the show recently. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hop on here, buddy. I'm stoked, honestly. Okay. About this jersey. Because uh, it was, first of all, great deal that I found on eBay. Um, and the jersey, I don't know. Are we allowed to show it? Yeah, of course, okay. dude. It's not. Okay. Jesus. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it over real quick. Guys. Okay. Careful, there's water there. Okay. So Aaron has the jersey. He bought this. <laughs> Where did you buy it? I got it on eBay. It was like 20-something bucks, and I was the the number one bidder on it. And I was like, oh, my goodness, this this needs to be on the Smut Studio wall. I mean. Okay, so he buys the uh, Richie. Leave it here. Just leave it here. Just leave it here. Thanks. He buys the Richie Incognito jersey. I mean, it's legit. It's it's. Uh, it's his Miami it's, it's, Dolphins uh, it's, days. It's legit i mean it might be richie incognito's jersey yeah it's sewn on now richie incognito known for bullying uh jonathan martin jonathan martin uh he's known for trying to decapitate his father's dead body he wanted this he wanted his head yeah uh assaulting his grandmother well he ripped off i believe it was the 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 alarm system or the fire alarm because he said his grandmother was responsible for his father's death, and also again because he wanted to decapitate his own father for research, right? For science. <laughs> Can we get Richie Incognito in a lab coat and glasses and the goggles? So Richie Incognito, this is a perfect crossover, Aaron. You don't even realize you were doing this. Richie Incognito, who's now currently a member of the Oakland Raiders, who have been tapped as the new team. For HBO's Hard Knocks this year. So, Aaron, here's the thing about the jersey. Uh, we have Ray Guy and we have Bill Walton. Um, now, Incognito is very controversial. He said some racist stuff. Uh, I believe he was dropping the N-bomb. It's very confusing because he was dropping it with one of the Pouncey brothers who also... Uh, small world are connected to Aaron Hernandez. Like, this, this stuff all comes full circle on our show. And the bounce, one of the Bouncy brothers had no problem with him dropping the N bomb, which, whatever. Like, I don't, I don't know the relationship. But you think this should be up? Like, we're gonna have to mat this? Like, where's this going? I mean, it's very controversial, and I, and I don't condone his behavior. <laughs> However, that I mean, being I, said, I, I first, uh, first of all, I love the idea of like. Bets where a loser has to wear the incognito jersey Ooh. for an episode. I think so, you know? Or, or wearing incognito on the street. That's Ooh. fun. Oh, Fredo's on to something. Okay, I think, maybe, yeah, we, we, could, we could get more use out of that. And also, aesthetically speaking, the color scheme doesn't fit so well. So maybe we could use it as a Don't worry about the color strictly scheme. bets purpose. Yeah. I mean, there's not, not a whole lot of scheming. Um, but I think you could fit it in there. I mean, you know, switch some things around. Ruth, and- the potential of it going like on a sidewall as like just like part of your decor? I, mean, I don't got much space to work with. I got my next to my bed. I mean, I think I think he deserves a place in the wall. He's arguably one of the most savage players in the history of the NFL. And when he was on the Dolphins, you got that great big thing in your kitchen, which is so nice. To go, you know, that could be a jersey spot up there in the kitchen. Yeah. Oh, I and, like I like looking at my old Cincinnati thing in the kitchen. And Dolphins incognito is like is when the savagery started. Bathroom incognito. The bathroom. Uh, you get a bathroom jersey frame. I like the idea of the losers got to wear that shit around. Yeah. That, I'll tell you what, that's not a jersey I want to be seen with. I mean, he's got a history. 
I don't think people fully know, you know, to the extent, which is maybe a good thing. What did you What did you pay? Do you mind? Do you mind? Hop back on the mic. What did you yeah. pay for this? Um, I think after shipping taxes, it came out to like, uh, like thirty three bucks. But like the winning bid, it, it was like twenty eight. Who's which, the Who's the person putting up the incognito jersey I on mean, eBay? Somebody who really loved incognito. He, he I mean, this is a this is a two hundred fifty dollar <laughs> jersey. I'm not joking. This is a two hundred fifty dollar jersey. Yeah, yeah, full it, price. It would have been. So, so I was so excited when I found it because I was looking for bobbleheads. Initially started with that, thinking, all right, we can replace the one we lost. But then I best saw that. Intern like, better. Best yeah. intern we've ever had. Best intern we've ever had. I was you. looking for Thank bobbleheads. I decided to go a different route. You, you should you should see his notes he has after every episode. It's a shame that he, you know, is doing real things with his with his life. It's, no, it's good for you, but it's a shame for uh, the show. <laughs> well, look. We, we we thank you, Aaron. It's it's it, it's gonna come into play for sure, and, and I'll play. I, it. I love the uh, I love the loser has to to wear it for something. Wear it to like a woke place in L.A. Yeah, like a Whole Foods or Trader Joe's. So some girls like, ew, is that Richie Incognito? No, I heard- the girls have no idea. Okay, yeah, true. But just like where, just like where to Tony P's on a Sunday for like sport, you know, like people are like, is that an incognito jersey? Like, what the fuck? I still think it'd be fun to get to Andy to have to run a, a marathon in the incognito yeah, yeah, jersey, I, I, bro. You I, know how I, hot that would be, like a marathon. True, I, mean, I saw true, I but, saw a guy dressed as like the fucking, you know, Big Ben running the London Marathon. Like, yeah, tap tap the brakes a little bit. I'm like, it couldn't be done. Yeah, that guy's a badass, and I'm not I'm not at that level yet. Trust me, I'm the one who posted that. Motherfucker finished the marathon under four hours. Absolutely ridiculous. My life goal is to run a marathon as a gorilla in honor of Harambe. Were you were you at all embarrassed by the the guy running it as Big Ben in under four hours? I thought about it in Cincinnati a few times during the marathon. No, I'm not. I'm not embarrassed. That guy's just he's a badass. You know. It is what it is. But if I'm going to run it as incognito, you got to get the helmet too. <laughs> also, you should have like one of those things where like there you have a dummy in front of you and a Jonathan Martin jersey. You're just chasing him the whole marathon. <laughs> you know, like a like an old school like donkey costume, like where there's two, you know two parts. Yeah, like you're just chasing him with like a stick. How great is this hard knocks going to be? Or like somebody else runs a marathon and is your like pace setter. Like if Tommy Dewey's Jonathan Martin with the wig and everything and you're and you're just chasing him the whole time. I don't, I I think that would ruin you can't, you can't keep up with Tommy. Tommy's got well, first of all, I couldn't keep up with Tommy, and second of all, Tommy's got a good career going. Hashtag Tommy was mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see somebody started the the tug tracker? Did you see oh, the, great. Did you see the Twitter feed? Somebody somebody started the tug tracker. Love it. Dude, I'm ex- I, I've never been more excited for a hard knocks. I mean, last year's the Browns was great because you had an own 16 team, Baker Mayfield, Hugh Jackson. I don't do people realize the roster? You have Incognito. Yeah. Vontez Perfect. Yep. Who tried to kill Antonio Brown, yep. who's now on the Raiders. John Gruden. It's a bunch of grinders. <laughs> the, the Davis, the Davis brothers. Yeah, Mark Davis with this twelve dollar Great Clips haircut. Yeah, they're leaving to go to Vegas. 
Dude, the storylines. Yeah, it's going to be a debacle. The like, is, is everybody just pounding the Raiders under this year? Like, give me the Raiders under right now. Because actually, maybe hold off on giving the Raiders under because everybody loves to fall in love with the Hard Knocks team. So give me the Raiders. Give me the Raiders under like two weeks into Hard Knocks, where everybody's like, "Oh, you know what? I'll give you my prediction right now." Okay. I'd set the over under at four and a half. I'd set it that low. Yeah. Even though, you know, Carr's a nice little like he's a pretty good quarterback. You're adding Antonio Brown. But again, I mean, I forget. You're are you a Raiders fan? Yeah, Aaron is. Yeah, Aaron's no, a Raiders yeah, fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raiders fan. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm really curious to see how this how this team chemistry is going to play out. I'm just so out. glad it's not the Giants, because you know they're one of the five teams that couldn't say no. It was Giants, Raiders, Redskins, Lions. Yeah. So and then they could they could ask other teams to do it, but the five worst teams can't say no. So I'm just stoked it's not the the Giants. I'm stoked that it's the Raiders. We wanted this. Yeah. I mean, this is like a straight out of like a real house. Like, I don't watch those shows. I mean, you watch The Bachelorette, so you can tell me, Prano. But uh, this is like straight out of that. Like, they're just creating the drama. Yeah. I just love the idea of uh, Antonio Brown going to talk to Gruden about connecting him with Mark Davis so that he can take Mark Davis to not sports clips. He's like... Coach, can you get me in touch with uh, Davis? I want to take him to LeBron's barber shop on the shop. He's like, oh, I like this. I like this. Antonio here trying to get in touch with the owner, trying to bridge the gap, player to owner, just a grinder, just here trying to get trying to get the loner out of that bowl cut, get him into a Lego haircut. I don't know if he could do it with the floppy ginger hair, but I like where your head's at, Antonio. Bring, Come here, new look team, new Raiders, going into the just going into the coach's office. Not going to be turned around, going right into the coach's office and say, hey, coach, take me to the owner. Just just going for it. I like it. Now, when you were at your house, what, what were you saying to yourself? What were you saying? You're saying, I'm going to go to I'm going to go to coach's office. I'm going to just go right up to, oh, I'm going to go right up to Chucky. And I'm going to just go, hey, coach, let me get up there and talk to the owner. Let me get him a Lego haircut. I like it. We're going to get you the ball a lot this year. Just a grinder. Anyway, also, incognito called you the N-word. No biggie. <laughs> See you <at> practice. <laughs> Don't take it too hard. Kind of a grinder. Oh, I'm so fucking excited. They're leaving. Watch what happens if some team tries to go up 13 touchdowns on the Raiders this year, by the way. Incognito will be fucking shooting guys blow darts. Yeah, he probably will. Be decapitating the other team. But I... When Patrick Mahomes tries to set in a fucking 14 touchdown passing record against the Raiders, Incognito's going to come off the bench with a fucking, you know... A, a, axe. A, a Fortnite battle axe. Yeah. yeah. Just fucking dabbing <laughs> over his dead body. But again, Joe, you know, I wouldn't compare incognito to uh, to Taiwanese little or Asian Thailand. Girl. Yeah, you don't think that one of those girls like spent her life like dribbling a fucking soccer ball across like a, a wooden planked like alligator farm or something? Who who goddamn knows what's going on in Thailand? It's a really nice jersey. Aaron. Yeah, this really is. You're, you're you're good on that, man. I'll tell you what. I mean, the combo of the incognito jersey and the L chain. 
Huge. I mean, just the clashing green and yellow. I mean, we, you rock that around town. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like the most embarrassing spot. You could like I would like to see you in this with the L train and your Make America Great Again hat. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh. loser wears a Make America Great Again hat and an incognito jersey <laughs> to someplace in L.A. But like, where would be the most embarrassing spot? The hood. You'd be dead. This motherfucker right here, incognito. Yeah, it's like uh, which Die Hard was it? Die Hard. That was two. Two. That was three. That was three. It was three. That was the best one. Yeah, I'm stoked though. Well, in uh, Kellen Winslow news, Jeez. we got we got to update it. It's about legacy, yo, and uh, his legacy has. Didn't a- we have a Kellen Winslow bobblehead? We still do. Oh, is it over there? Yeah, shout out to Kyle Aronofsky. That'll be a collector's item. I mean, we talk about <laughs> being afraid of displaying certain things. I'm here about the gangbang. <laughs> you can't even look at his picture without thinking of Todd Phillips. So, Kellen Winslow Jr., guys, if you didn't see the news, has been found guilty on forcible rape, along with lewd conduct and indecent exposure. A jury in San Diego deliberated this past week and found him guilty of raping a 58-year-old woman who was homeless. Yikes. Not good. Now, the other charges, he had eight remaining charges, besides those ones I just mentioned. They declared a mistrial. And the latest update is it's unclear if the prosecution will try to retry the case on those other rape and other awful charges, but he has been convicted of the one rape, so uh, he's off to prison. Bye-bye. Bye forever. We've covered the Kellen Winslow story so many times. I just don't know. I mean, he's guilty. He seems guilty. He became Todd Phillips, which is really going to affect Todd Phillips' career. (laughs) Uh, But bye forever. (laughs) I got nothing else for him. <laughs> Todd Phillips is going to get ruined. He's going to be a Me Too casualty because yeah. of Kellen Winslow Jr. Trying to rebrand with the new <laughs> Joker movie. This guy's out raping people. Unbelievable. Joe, it's been a fun episode. I hope everybody enjoyed it on YouTube. I enjoyed it a lot. hope everybody enjoyed it who did not listen on YouTube. But you should. You should watch it on YouTube. You have uh, some big shows coming up in New York. I want I want everybody to go out and support my boy here on my left, especially at the Stress Factory in New yeah, Jersey. Yeah, the Stress Factory in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Oh, sorry, Bridgeport, I Connecticut. Apologize. That's that'll be my headlining gig, uh, Thursday, June twenty seventh. If you're in and around Connecticut, New England, any if if you if you know where Bridgeport, Connecticut is, come to that show. It'll be a great show, and it's my headlining spot for the. For the week that I am in New York, I'm also will be at uh, Empire City Casino in Yonkers. I'll be at the brand new stand, which is opening on Monday the 24th, which I think will be their first Frantic, which is always one of their best shows. And the stand, I love the stand. Uh, I'll also be in Bridgeport, Connecticut, opening for the legendary Gilbert Godfrey 
the weekend after I'm there on a Thursday. Formerly known as the Aflac Duck. Yeah. If you can't, if you live in and around Bridgeport and you, for some reason, absolutely under no circumstances can get out on a Thursday night, definitely come to those shows. But again, uh, the, the Thursday night show. It's like, you know, like I talked about last episode, just being able to showing that you can sell tickets on your name is important in the comedy business. So if you're a dirt ball or if you're a friend of a dirt ball or if you're anybody in and around Bridgeport, Connecticut, come to those shows, come to that specific show. Now, Thursday it, at 27. Do you know, is that 18 or 21? I believe it's 18. Okay. But if you go to bridgeport.stressfactory.com, I'll have all the info there. And uh, if you're a dirtball and you, you know, can make it, hit me up, slide in my DMs. We'll do a meet and greet after. I'll sign anything. I'll do anything. You know, we'll drink together. Every dirtball that's ever come to a show knows I hang out after. So will you be wearing the Richie Incognito jersey on stage? If I sell out the place, I'll, I'll, I'll wear the Richie Incognito jersey on stage. <laughs> oh, for real? If I sell out the Stress Factory. I think it's like a 300 seat. You sell game. it out. I you sell it out. Guys, it's been put out there. If you're in the area, in the vicinity of Bridgeport, Connecticut, get everybody you know. I want to see Joe do a set wearing a New York Mets hat and a Richie Incognito jersey. Yeah. I will wear the Richie Incognito jersey. (laughs) Unbelievable. All right. Well, follow him on Twitter at Fix Your Life and on Instagram at Joe Prano. And we just started adding shows for the Bay Area, too, which uh, we're doing Tahoe, and then we're going to go to the Bay after. That's right. Uh, Those are in July. Andy's coming along this time. I'm tagging along for some shows. Go to JoePrano.com and check out out the uh, week I'll be in the Bay. If you're in Tahoe, uh, I'll be there. And uh, at at JoePrano on Instagram, at Fix Your Life on Twitter. And uh, special still available. I didn't. I didn't go home before I came here. I would have brought Aaron's copy of the special. I got I got you, buddy. Cool. And you guys can follow me at Andy Ruther. And, of course, keep leaving those iTunes reviews. Leave a new one. If you left an old one, drop your Twitter or Instagram handle, and you'll get two koozies. I'm still waiting on my koozies in the mail. But once those arrive, I will ship a bunch out. You guys have done a great job leaving those reviews. Excuse me. So thank you. Keep it up. And uh, Twerks with Wolves, you're talking shit to me real quick. About basketball on Twitter, I am. Yeah. Uh, like, are we yeah. playing this week or what? Yeah, uh, we can. We can do it this weekend. We can oh, play. Okay. I actually went out and played uh, this this uh, past week for a little bit. You know, out there working on my my uh, my step backs and everything. Truth is, I haven't shot a basketball in over a year. Uh, my cardio is awful, so it's gonna be. Yeah, I don't think that matters as much, though. But it might. I mean, one on one, it's all on you. Okay. So I might be tapped out after five minutes. So, okay. We'll see. But yeah, let's make it happen. I'm huh. all for it. All right. Can I put D- my can I put DS my interns? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh thanks guys for all the follows. Uh you guys please follow me at DS Interns on Twitter. Um I'll hit you with that follow back. And yeah, keep commenting on my stuff, favoriting all that stuff, and I'll uh I'll uh, like I said, I'll I'll talk to you guys on Twitter. Yeah. He's all about <laughs> that follow for follow game, Prano. Yeah. Follow for follow, man. I stay to it. All right, guys. That's the episode. Uh Enjoy your weekend. Game six. Big one tonight in Oakland. We'll be watching. All right, Dirtballs, thanks for all the support. Go see Prano in the, on the East Coast, especially guys. So support him. I want him in that incognito jersey. <laughs> yeah. Make it happen, Dirtballs. I'll package this in case. All right, thanks, guys. Have a great weekend, and stay dirty. <laughs>